hey this is pranav here and uh, i i don't know what what makes you happy but i'll tell you what makes me happy whenever i see a business that is focusing on a very tiny audience on a very small audience when i see a business uh, acting as a human or treating the audience as as human beings as opposed to treating them as just numbers on an excel sheet or when i see a business you know that focuses on relationships that more than focuses on the relationships more than you know focusing on black hat seo that's what makes makes me happy so in today's episode i will be talking about a few businesses that make me happy or in other words a few businesses that decided to focus on a very tiny audience and became successful by by doing so of course some of them expanded later to become maybe bigger businesses uh, but yeah the the common thread is that all the businesses basically decided to focus on a very tiny audience treat them with respect and love and empathy and that's how they that's how they grew from there okay so let's let's jump in let's talk about a freelance business first okay so my friend austin hatox and i i'll just you know ping the i'll i'll include the the link to his website uh, in the show notes in fact i'll link the i'll give the link to all the websites uh, in the description so my friend austin basically ha- is uh, is a web designer or is a, is a website designer the thing is he is not just any website designer he is focusing on a very narrow target market namely non profits so austin has positioned himself as a guy who designs websites only for for non profit organizations and uh, i'm pretty sure it would have been scary for him in the beginning especially because you know being a freelancer is hard in itself and then when you decide to narrow it down further it's even scarier right because you are sort of shrinking your target audience even even more and more but i think austin was was brave enough to you know not get succumbed into or not get tricked into mass marketing he didn't really say that hey i am for everyone i think from the onset uh, you know austin wanted to specialize and then eventually we also did a workshop together uh, austin and i and uh, the clarity that he has about the target audience is is like really inspiring so currently at this uh, stage you know he is is purely focused on on non profits so he only helps non profit organizations with with making websites and trust me he his business is has been doing really really well and so if you're a freelancer i hope that you know this this actually helps uh, you uh, or motivates you to to focus and like you know find a narrow niche and become very specialized in that niche and offer uh, like a, like a high high quality service for them the advantage of what austin is doing the advantage to him is that uh, one he can you know he doesn't have to market to the whole world so with the limited amount of time and money that he has he can basically focus on a small group so he doesn't need to go on tiktok or he doesn't need to go on instagram and 10 other platforms what he can do is just find people where like you know find find a group where non profit uh, organization uh, the, the the right uh, stakeholders actually are present i don't know who the decision maker is but uh, whoever the decision maker is austin can basically go and find groups uh, offline groups online groups where where these people meet and uh, actually be present there and try to help them as opposed to you know market to everyone so that that's one of the advantages the second advantage that austin has is basically that he 
he can now develop his expertise in a specific way because designing a website for a non-profit is different from designing a website for e-commerce and that's different from designing a website for a SaaS business. So what, what he is doing is he's really, really focusing, which has allowed him to go deep into one thing and build expertise into, into that uh, one thing. So thank you, Austin, for, for inspiring us. Uh, the the second business that I talk about is a is a SaaS accelerator. Uh, if you don't know what an accelerator is, uh, then you know think of them as uh, similar to incubators, but not exactly incubators. But just think of uh, think of Upeka as as uh, as an incubator that or as as an entity which helps SaaS organizations uh, grow. But Upeka is is uh, so Upeka is is primarily they they focus in India. But I would say that they are not even focusing on all the SaaS businesses in India. They are focusing on SaaS businesses with a particular mindset. Uh, they they basically have their um, brand story which they call as you know value SaaS, and they say basically they they say they are against vanity SaaS. So that's that's the brand enemy, vanity SaaS. And we don't really need to go into what vanity SaaS is or what value SaaS is, but the point is that they are they are a polarizing brand and they purely focus on on value SaaS or they they purely focus on helping SaaS businesses who believe in in value SaaS, right? So uh, that's how they have narrowed it down, not just from a demographic standpoint because demographically they're obviously focusing on only B two B, sorry, uh, only only SaaS businesses, but psychographically they are focusing on businesses that believe in in value SaaS. Right now, what has what this has done? You know, focusing on a small uh, piece or small piece of the pie, focusing on uh, having having a very small st- uh, st- uh, sorry, having a very polarizing story and then having a very crisp value proposition has really helped them become a big name in the SaaS community in in India because of which their their business is thriving. So again, you would see that how this business actually focused on a very tiny audience, had a very polarizing story and has been able to make a huge, huge impact. They have been able to scale their multiple clients to million dollar businesses. All right. So uh, super proud of these guys. Uh, they have never depended depended on any search engine optimization. They have never done um, any performance marketing. They have only done some content marketing, I believe. But yeah, it's, it's mostly been word of mouth and it's mostly been the the merit of focusing on a, on a very you know uh, small small group so i think that that's an amazing story the third business that i talk about is uh, tiny little businesses which is a business run by andre chaperon and sean twing and uh, i have just been a big fan of these guys and uh, tiny little businesses basically you know caters to creators so they help creators build a business okay that's that's what their core value proposition is but they again, you know, here also they have a very polarizing story. They are not the Russell Brunson or maybe uh, you know hardcore direct response marketers. They are extremely they are they are on the opposite spectrum. Okay, because they totally believe in in uh, building a business that feels you know so when you're building it, you feel good from within. That's the kind of business that that they want to build. So what do I mean by that? Well, they they help creators, as the name says, tiny little businesses. They help creators who want to focus on a very tiny audience, okay? Which means that they don't they don't help they don't teach creators who want to focus on a mass market or build a billion dollar company. They do not uh, you know use any high pressure sales tactics. So if you have been following coaches, you know that you have these big timers and then you have these multiple emails that go before a launch and uh, uh, you have these high pressure sales tactic, tactics, but at tiny little businesses, Andre Chaperon and Sean Twing are completely against 
these these business tactics uh, in fact you know you would find this crazy but they they actively discourage people from buying if it's not the right fit for them which i think is amazing so you know it's it's happened to me as well that you know i've had an interaction with them and they have actually discouraged me from buying because they felt that it's not the right fit for me i find this very very rare but because they believe in playing the long game because the relationship matters to them much more than optimizing it for the for the short term that's why they they do this and they have been able to build a thriving business their their business has been uh you know appreciated by all these marketing legends uh, like a lot of uh, well known well uh, well known people like ryan dice for example and uh, todd brown for example so yeah they they are definitely making an impact by by focusing focusing on the small the other thing that they're doing well as i said you know they they they, they repel the audience they repel the wrong audience they as much as they want to attract the right audience they also want to repel the wrong audience one one thing that i'll you know one one tactical example that i'll give is that the the conventional uh, cro wisdom or the conventional uh, wisdom around uh, conversion rate optimization tells you that for a landing page you need to have a form right at the top and the form needs to be in bright colors because so that the the customers or the prospects don't miss the form so that they fill in the information and so on and so forth that is the conventional cro wisdom right what these guys do is that they have a landing page or they have a <coughs> multiple page presell site is what they call them call them and they don't have a, a an opt in form at the top they, ha- they they sometimes have it at the bottom in some cases they even have it on the second or the third page so can you believe the like how how differently they think about this they are not even they are not concerned about quantity they don't they don't want more and more people to fill in the form at the top of the page they want to actively repel people so that only the right people scroll to the bottom of the page and actually fill up the form right Yeah, I'll I'll just rest my case here uh, and uh, go go check them out. They're awesome. The fourth business that I, that I'll talk about is Growthex. Uh, my friend Udayan Walwekar and Abhishek Patil are the founders of of this business. So they they recently you know I attended one of their uh, events. Uh, uh, it was uh, they called it as a demo day, and the event was attended by a thousand people. Okay, now getting thousand people on a Zoom call is not an easy feat. It's it's not a joke. but did they always have this kind of a fan following or did they have this kind did growthex have uh, this kind of a popularity in the beginning obviously not in fact their journey started really really small i remember like you know a few years back maybe 3 to 4 years back they were just making helpful videos on linkedin those were only targeted towards uh, product marketers product managers and early stage uh, startup founders that was there so it was a pretty niche community and they were creating videos only to to help them now after these videos started getting a little popular they started conducting you know uh, harvard style uh, case study meetups and this was also suggested by by the members of of their audience basically this exercise means that they used to meet up uh, for 3 hours they used to uh, everyone got a chance to present their problem for let's say half an hour uh, or other the, the they they had a chance to, they uh, they could present the problem for let's say 10 minutes and then for half an hour there used to be discussion on one particular problem on that problem and then you move to the to member number 2 where he or she would then explain uh, his or her problem and then the cycle would continue right after this uh, it moved to a two day workshop because their community started demanding for more and more and more so they weren't really satisfied with the with the 3 hour workshop they wanted a two day workshop which again then transformed into like a like a full blown cohort based course 
right now growth is x is offering like a very popular cohort based course uh, for product marketers founders and product managers in india it's uh, it's doing really really well and growth is making a huge name for itself but remember this started very small this started with uh, having five people in a meetup for 3 hours and they did it for multiple times after which they have scaled to a cohort based course they focused on a tiny audience and the last brand is uh, convertkit which has been one of my favorite brands since a long time one of the reasons or probably the only reason i liked uh, like convertkit is their is their brand story you know they have been incredibly generous they they want to focus on this tiny audience of creators but when when convertkit started out uh, they were their focus was not creators okay uh, so uh, the you might think that the the focus was let's say broader and then they narrowed it down to the creators well that's not the case in fact it was the opposite they started by focusing on bloggers so nathan berry the the ceo started on started by focusing on bloggers so even before it became a brand for creators it was just a brand an, an email marketing tool for bloggers but here is the interesting thing it wasn't just a tool for bloggers it at one point of time nathan was just uh, was going so deep or rather he was focusing on such a tiny audience that at one point of time he was only doing or he was only positioning convertkit as an email marketing tool for professional paleo recipe bloggers who are women i'm going to say that again email marketing tool for professional paleo recipe bloggers who are women that is how that is uh, as as narrow as as it can get right you cannot get narrower than this but this was convertkit's focus at one point of time and gradually after onboarding let's say a few customers from this then you know he expanded to a bigger segment to a bigger segment and today the company stands at usd 22 million in annual recurring revenue which i hope you agree is 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 huge the advantage of focusing on such a tiny audience is that the word of mouth spreads right because if you are a professional paleo recipe blogger who is a woman you are going to tell your friends about it who will be in the same space and in a small niche you get the the uh, the advantage of uh, of word of mouth which becomes your superpower and then based on that uh, you know you can you can gradually expand okay so whenever you feel scared to pick a niche or pick a small audience just know that nathan berry the ceo of convertkit which made usd 22 million in annual recurring revenue last year was focused on email marketing for professional paleo recipe bloggers who are women i hope this gives you certain insights as to how a few brands are focusing on the tiny but making a huge huge impact thank you